Leet offered to like either DM with us or just play a game with us, and we haven't said Isn't anything. Is this how we just talk about Lee for forty five minutes? I mean, Dave says the way we talk with Lee is like that's why it's like he likes those episodes. <laughs> we we just fangirl the whole time. We don't all the time. Okay, maybe lot. you okay. aren't, but I'm absolutely just like there. I'm there. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Dungeons and Degrees. My name's Adrian. And I'm Alex. And today? It's just us. It is, it is. We haven't had one of these in a while now. I want to say almost back in December. So today we're kind of having a little bit of relaxing. So we're going to kind of talk about since, I don't know if you want to do the beginning, but just like at least since December, right? About what to, what kind of, let's just do, we'll do December. We kind of talk about stuff with the thank you about the rest so if you want to know like a catalog of like who was on and why we think they're awesome go check out thank you and it'll give you the first half of this year or last year um explaining who they are and you know a little information on that and so today we're going to talk about since it was our birthday like a couple weeks ago we can talk about what we've been doing since then since the december one and talk about who's been on so if you're new here you can like, oh, this is who I want to go check out. Or, hey, that sounds like something I need to know about. Things like that. Um, and then, hey, that episode's chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what episode you're specifically referring to as chaotic. It's definitely know, not the one with a different nameplate than the rest of them. <laughs> I mean, with to be fair, though, some of them do have different nameplates. But that one in, in particular definitely stares into your soul as I look at it on Spotify. <laughs> it haunts my dreams, Adrian. Uh, well, we're here to create nightmares, apparently. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I think in talking about that episode, let's talk about the one of the two guests that we bring on to that episode, which is Tanner Haynes. He was one of my first dms and we just talked about how brothel stories about his campaign <laughs> and his experience with my character and it kind of showed a light that like there was some stuff that i didn't know was going on in the background that was just surprising for me to just revel in but it was super fun so it was just a lot of backstory about me <laughs> and him <laughs> and our relationship that's fair i do love tanner because tanner just creates this level of chaos and i love it's it's a different chaos than like than skylar brings right like skylar i feed my like adhd energy with but just tanner is just pure chaos <laughs> and i love it right i mean that's i mean that's i think that i've definitely brought that into my campaign this this chaos element because without having have, that but i don't think you have as well as tanner has no definitely not i mean yeah, no tanner doesn't give a fuck <laughs> tanner does gives zero fuck. i mean like if you could give less fucks that would be tanner <laughs> i i mean like like i said el- an element not like the whole caboodle the whole <laughs> picture of the chaos i just got a I got like a, a shot glass worth of chaos okay <laughs> 
Uh-huh. So like Tanner is a decanter and you are just the little like the yeah. whiskey on the rocks mm-hmm. version of one one finger, you know, just yeah. a really just conservative amount of alcohol chaos. <laughs> alcohol <laughs> chaos. I need, I need a drink. Anyways. Yeah. So like if you need to figure out how to kill off your players or, you know, put the fear of any sort of God in them, episode twenty two with Tanner Hayes. Heck yeah. Episode 23 was just Adrian's origin story. <laughs> how he became a DM and played Dungeons and Dragons with like his first real DM. Fun fact about that episode. Yeah, it had Tanner's name on it originally. Because I, when I copied and pasted, I special guessed Tanner Haynes twice in a row instead of Daniel Draper. <laughs> no. And one of Tanner's friends like, hey, I don't remember Tanner sounding like that. I want to just let you know, you might have some audio problems. Like, so <laughs> I looked at it. I I'm just like, like oh. that whatever it was, they were like, I don't know if Tanner sounds like that. It may be audio. It's not that it was a wrong person at all. It was just that. They were definitely, <laughs> they were definitely joking with me. <laughs> they were really just pulling on my chain. Um, but yeah, Daniel, Daniel Draper, I still hang out with him. We've played a game or two of D and D in the past six months, but you know, here and there, we have other games we play together with, just online stuff. But yeah, Adrian's origin story, an experience of like, we didn't know the rules. And we rolled with it and we figured it out. And collectively, we became better players. And, you know, not knowing the rules and starting off playing is okay, um, especially with a bunch of new players, because <laughs> you're going to learn together. I think that's the moral of that story, of that of episode 23. <laughs> I think I, yeah. I'm surprised that nobody really came out super rules lawyery in that situation. Just like that feels like the time if you're first, you're all playing Dungeons and Dragons for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the the story where the rules lawyer should should be bored. <laughs> right. I think we we kind of got into that with other campaigns in that early, but we didn't really talk about it because man, that's not going to shine a good light on us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it was a, it was definitely fun to have talked to him about D and D again, but just, you know, that's the main experience was like just nostalgia for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, with Josiah in the next episode, we essentially talked about homebrew stuff and, attacking players and you know having that sense of urgency it was a really good time and you know we we, we set out to do three things and we we're able to do two <laughs> it <was> just, <laughs> like oh my gosh i mean it's it's what happens we run over time we just start talking and it just doesn't stop i think that um with just how we kind of learned about splitting the party you talked about your experience with splitting the party and you know slowly but surely we talk about trying to kill a player because adrian hadn't killed a player yet (laughs) it's getting there oh my gosh Mm -hmm. i can't believe how much how many episodes that we've done (laughs) sometimes (gasps) kelsey are they gonna be tired do you think our listeners are gonna be tired of listening to us like pat ourselves on the back about what how (laughs) amazing we are and all the episodes and all the different guests and all the different content (laughs) i mean the 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 viewers at this point will know what they're going so they're either gone or they're here that's all i know what we just talked about this being new listener friendly and 
I guess maybe this is a, a quick synopsis of what everything you could experience in any episode of Dungeons and Degrees. Yeah, it's a lot more chaos when we add a returning guest. That's all I know from oh. our experiences. Returning guests equal chaos. <laughs> like special guests, which means like their premiere on the podcast. You know, very formal, very like, this is what I'm talking about. This is why we're here. And we can say anyone who's willing to come back chaos and i absolutely, love it absolutely chaos mm-hmm. uh, episode 25 with kelsey dion the author or curator of the arcane library she talks about minimalism and talked about gary Kahn, some things that i didn't even know about <laughs> just you know slowly learning about all these things because all I know is just the books. <laughs> I didn't know about like all the conventions and all, everything that's out there. So it was really nice to kind of be introduced to that world through uh, Kelsey's lens. I remember thinking that episode, I was like, yeah, we're definitely going to be able to do a convention. Like that's, that's in our near future. We could go back and do that. We were hopeful because it was about to come on a year. Oh it should have. Yeah, it should have. I just feel like the entire world let us down. Uh, we're back to burning again yay how do you have any did you take any minimalism from i don't know why i laugh i don't mean to laugh kelsey if you are still listening i'm not laughing at (laughs) minimalism i applaud you do you do anything do you strive to be minimalistic in any way i mean i stop I'm trying. I'm in this Discord with a bunch of twenty-something-year-olds that are younger than me, and I all I do is say, "Please stop buying all those dice." Like that's the closest I got to minimalism, <laughs> just to minimize the impact they have, like on their wallets. <laughs> you know, right now I've kind of like limited myself to stop buying so much stuff as well because I have so much content to read already. So many DT books because I just like that tactile feeling. Um, other than that, um, I try to right now, I mean, I don't think this counts much, but I'm trying to clear out the cupboard. <laughs> Am I like Ooh. like all these dry goods, all these spices that are just like piling up and like I haven't even seen the back of the cupboard in forever. So let's try to like knock this stuff out before I buy anything new or like more dry goods for sure. So that's the closest I've got. So are you doing a are you doing a dumping situation or are you doing like a cutthroat kitchen situation? What do you mean cutthroat? Uh, you just grab whatever ingredients and you throw it together and you try to make a dish. Oh no, not like that. I mean, no. Like if I need one item to make something from the dry goods, I'll I'll buy it. But then I'm at least using the stuff that I haven't been using because of all the you know takeout and things that I want to cook that day. It's like, no, mm. let's let's center myself around what's there and then we'll add if it's like one or two things, let's do it. But if it's more than that, maybe we can find a different recipe or something like that. So that's what I've been doing. I have a bunch of my old like reusing old blankets from my childhood. Not blankets, like comforters. Slowly getting holes from the dog because she's got claws. Well, see, then that's the circle of life is you get a comforter you use it for a while as a human, and then you give it to your dog. 
Right, right. That is the life cycle of our pillows. I was trying to like not where it was getting broken, like, but the stuffing is just all over the floor now (laughs) of the blanket. I just need to just throw it on her, her, uh, what's it called? Her bed. Her bed. Yes. Thank you. Oh man. No, that's whenever starts, something starts getting a little nut. I don't do ratty anymore. I'm -hmm. I'm out of that phase where anything is ratty, (laughs) but it definitely goes to the dogs. And then it gets shredded. So if it's like a towel or something, then it gets shredded mm-hmm. down into like hand towels for like washing the car or whatever. Right, right. So you're using it. But I totally had something and I completely forgot. We were talking about minimalism. Mm-hmm. Was it about dice? Was it about your Kickstarter addiction? <laughs> <laughs> Just to throw you out there. <laughs> it's I'm much better at it now because I realize mm-hmm. that I am still buying things under the Mm. guise that I'm helping somebody else, but I am more likely to still fund something that has already been funded Mm because I know I'm going to be getting a thing afterwards. Right? Is that helping? Is that the real idea behind Kickstarter? I don't know. Is, should I just be going to the store and leaving my house to get the thing? Maybe. Um, Well, we'll find out, but Oh, that's what I do. Um, I discovered, as a teacher, I know how this is going to sound. I discovered the public library. What do you mean by that? The public library is a place where you can get books. Well, I... And and (laughs) books that you're only going to read one time and that can go to a shelf where somebody else is going to read them and not necessarily on a shelf to die where nobody touches them right and then when you move three times with them at that point they go to half price books mm-hmm. so when you're tired of moving them from so when, when you say discovered you've you've always known about libraries but you're just now implementing that ability kind of thing <laughs> Yes, Adrian. I have. I knew what the library. You use the word "discovered" like, like Christopher Columbus. Like, I discovered the library. Where did this come from? I did. You did. A colonizer. Like, oh no! No. Listen, for all you, for all people who don't can't buy books, I found this cool thing called the library. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Did, would you okay? Just I know we're getting off topic, but you know it's our podcast. Fuck it. Um, did okay? I mean, did you ever do like reading competitions back in the day for your like local library? No. Oh, okay. I, I did. we didn't. So we lived very far away from where the libraries are now or were so um i grew up in north plano or north uh north dallas and plano and east plano um where my dad's house was and still is is very far away and when i mean very far away i mean like a 20 minute drive right so like relatively and my parents just our library our school library was really good so 
I just read the school library. And then during the summer, we had a stash of books. Once I hit fourth or fifth grade, Harry Potter was coming out over the summer. So then I had Harry Potter all summer, right? So I could sustain my reading addiction with my school library. I didn't really know the public library. I don't know where, I, I know where one of them is. Mm. Two of them are in Plano. One of them, because I took my sister when, when I was able to drive, she needed to be able to read. And I was like, I'm going to be the big sister that gets my sister a library card. And we're going to do a library card. That did not sustain because I was in college at that time. And then I know where another library is because I volunteered there when I worked at UT Dallas. So like in the last two years, I found out where this place was. Mm-hmm. So like public library, no. Right. Okay. But like school libraries, yes. I think like you either got like an ice cream for doing those public library little bookathon things or a little little personal pan pizza. I don't I remember this, that. I found I got an email from one of our I think Frisco was doing somebody was doing even just for adults too. Like it was a children's readathon and then like an adult readathon. And if mm-hmm. you were an adult, there were like it seemed to be more geared more teachers because it was like curriculum stuff or like books. And then for all the kids, it was more books. But um, I am, I, I have gotten my first scholastic book order form. I'm sending it out on Thursday. Hell yeah, dude. Hell I'm yeah. I'm so excited. I love scholastic book fair. I loved it. I remember, I don't know if this is going to age me, probably. I remember when Captain Underpants like was a new book. I remember that. Do you? Yeah, it was a little flipomatic. Yeah, when it was new though. I mean, maybe I was young and it had a guy with underpants on it. Like, how old are you? I I I just remember like it being new. Like, oh my god, I can't believe like it's it's got a it's it's a comic book and he has underpants and you're like oh my god i just remember like the first one anyways that's where i i just loved it and then i remember getting bookmarks and erasers all right originally published 1997 september 1st okay maybe when that was like three i don't remember that much wasn't at the scholastic book fair for you i think i i I guess it came out with multiple books i'm I'm looking yeah no that's a series so 1999, so like two years in between. So like potentially at that point, I remember like being very small and seeing it. So I don't think I forgot was there at the first release, but definitely like the second book I, I or second or third, one of those two. Now that he has a series called Dogman. Yes, I saw so that. Kids like Dogman now. <laughs> Which is nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I've never read it, so I can't tell if it's like, better humor or is the same on par like weird kid humor i love weird kid humor (laughs) oh man so yeah i discovered the library (laughs) don't have to potentially purchase books but instead borrow them a la once upon a time netflix and then return them right I remember Netflix being a mail order thing. That was that was weird. It was cool. It's weird to think that that's what all it was at the beginning. 
right and that we just mailed them like it was no big deal yeah US postal service i just popped it in i have one copy that did not make it back i still have i think this two of the next generation <laughs> i don't know what season i just have it somewhere but gotcha i never watched it <laughs> in the little Netflix package. This is not the talk. This we don't talk about minimalism at all. I still have a hoarder. I'm a hoarder. Uh, I, I mean, or it's history. I don't know. <laughs> I have like all my books that I've had from like high school and college sitting right there in my, and I've I've lugged it around multiple houses at this point, and okay. I still have that stuff. Like to be honest, like moving here, like I knew all the things that I have, like uh my my drawers my desk my, my shelves on their last leg because they cannot hold up another move like they are falling apart it's that college furniture <laughs> it's ikea it's ikea you know, but it was like it's like college yeah it definitely was um <laughs> we're gonna be here for two hours recanting everything <laughs> ah, that's okay yeah, I'll, I'll just what what the game is was just my spiel about what I thought D and D was because I I heard a bunch of stories about like this is what D and D supposed to be this is what D and D supposed to be so it was my spiel on what it should have been so like putting my two cents there down. We can skip Lubicon because we talk about Lubicon. It's great and wonderful. Is that is episode twenty? <laughs> this is why I want to skip it. Is episode twenty eight the first time we talked to Lee? Yes. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah, we only talked to Lee twice. I I feel like Lee has been a staple in my life <laughs> forever. D- did you see that they're changing their Insta hang all of their social media tags? I, I I heard about it. They kind of did a I think it was an Instagram story. Yeah. And they're they're Question looking box. for Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I saw I saw our our little Dean Degrees podcast thing and in, in the list I didn't see that. I'm very sad. I'm looking now. <laughs> see if you can find it. No. It's just the... It was a while back. It was the stuff yesterday, I think. So yeah, Lee's been wonderful. As well as like... It was just me looking for someone to commission art. And I'm like, I love their style. I want that to be the poster for my people's characters and all that stuff. So it was wonderful that they did that for for a price. I mean about and I tipped. Worth, and they were like, What? They were like, What are you sure about this tip? And, and I was like, Yeah, of course. I mean, okay, I don't are know. you a general generalist? <laughs> Gen- a generous are you a tipper? generous tipper? Twenty percent across the board. Ooh. And that, that, that art piece was redacted. <laughs> that was because that was before I bought a car, so oh. Okay. Anyways, their identity and their kind of the social situations that they had to go through in game to kind of figure out who they were was just very awesome because we kind of talked about that with Lee. I feel like that was the first time I really felt like the emotional connection with role playing in general. Mm -hmm. Like we've talked about it happening, but that was the real first time that I was like, oh, no, it. It really does. I'm not the only person that can think that. And, you know, we have this, what then was a stranger across the pond 
but now is a fangirl moment. <laughs> you simp. I would never. I don't know. Wait, please don't. You say I would never. I don't know. <laughs> I would never. I would. I don't know. I feel like I te- I fangirl too much. I just like, protest too much. They're my friends. Yeah. But like, I'm here and I want to like kick their neighbor's ass. Yep. I want to do all of that, but I just, I'm like, no, hold on. Is this like Lady Gaga paparazzi or am I, am I a friend? Am I fanning or am I a friend? <laughs> I need that song now. Thank you. Somebody, somebody will figure that out. But yeah. We'll talk am about Liam. <laughs> or am I a fan girl? <laughs> there you got the chorus. <laughs> this is what happens. We have no script and we have nobody else. It's karaoke time with Adrian and Alex. No one can stop <laughs> us from doing what we want. <laughs> That's gonna be horrible to edit. Why do I do that to myself? That's okay. We'll talk about Lee some more in a bit when we do the other episode where we kind of go crazy that's not yeah we kind of we kind of kind of lose lose it i don't know what you're talking about never the second <laughs> the second episode we kind of anyways <laughs> next we have episode 29 with dana they talk about just like a tiny baby author who is so sure of themselves and i just it was really neat but also very young individual with inspiration just out the wazoo yeah so excited not jaded essentially the youth of dana was just like powering through that episode and just you know this is who i am this is what i'm doing this is my inspiration like just full force and like yeah man i'm old this is a lot It was wonderful. And I, I've been trying to get a time slot for to like play a one shot mm-hmm. with Dana and anyone Dana chooses essentially in the same time zone. <laughs> but we'll I couldn't like we couldn't figure out a time period. <laughs> Cause it just it just it just happened. Well, especially when we're talking about just everybody living in the same town and trying to play D and D. That's almost impossible. Now we're throwing in time differences and and then university. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a lot to consider and to put into play. But yeah, it was it was a good time, especially working with time zones. I oh. mean, because Dana goes to college, but also when Dana goes home, they're in. I I want to say she told me she told me where. She also plays like a lot of games too, right? Right. And she does a bunch. She does her own podcast, mm-hmm. so it's a good time. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It was a fun time. It was a fun time. It was the fun sometimes. It was the worst of times. Speaking right. of the worst of times, episode thirty. What is it? Features our besties, oh. Justin and John. Yes, yeah, they are. The shows fuck my campaign. Yes, and that. I don't know why, but I, I think it was like one of the... I mean, we, we laugh a lot. We, we laugh on this podcast. <laughs> oh, a jape. Um, and <laughs> I think we just lost it. 
and the explanation of what had gone down in this like it was like a session between sessions because I think somebody wasn't gonna make it and they're just like messing around with the characters and it just went it that went to hell. A way us. to fuck around with your DMs. Right. That's but they the had loop fun. like the magic loophole. Right, right, right. Yeah. And they had so much fun and it was a it was a good time for them both. And I just thought it was just so fun and you know i got to play with them later down this year so it was it was a good time i got at least i think yeah i only got to play with john not you didn't play justin. you played with justin oh yeah i was the dm yeah <laughs> um but yeah it was Thanks, fun bro. you're welcome bro <laughs> glad we have this understanding bro okay this one you're not gonna know anything about because <laughs> i was it was just me and blue tuesdays yeah we talked about his game called parslings and you know the you know inspiration and blue was like i actually don't like games with dice so i i want to make a game that you know deals with cards and stuff and you know different kind of medium so i you know having that conversation talking about words and what their meanings are especially like kind of like going into like your own personal life we kind of talked about that and it was it was great. It was wonderful. And, you know, I felt like I got to know what the game was about and was able to, like, you know, kind of feel inspired because creating a game with all these rule sets and everything is just so daunting. And, you know, we've interviewed with um, Ian and Blue now for these two games that they're creating. And it's 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 really cool stuff. Like how much like what's it called authenticity, but as well as like drive they have or yeah. passion for the creation. There we go. And then all of the levels that they're thinking and considering while making a game. And then, mm-hmm. nope. Once again, like writing stories and making games are two things that I just will pass off on somebody else. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Episode 32 with Alex and Alex. <laughs> she was just so inspired by her campaign her homebrew and everything and things that like i as a dm had not been able to do like adding so much homebrew stuff and you know part of me is like afraid that i'm gonna mess something up and make something overpowered but i think the party that i have is gonna be is very understanding and like hey look this is a test run i just made this up we're gonna figure out if this works or if it totally fucks my campaign <laughs> and having alex was just Look, I made six different <laughs> like great races and classes, and this is all homebrew, and it's crazy. And there's a cartoon in this campaign, and I'm like, this is a lot. A I don't know girl. if I could stand wow. this. <laughs> I just, I just felt like it was so much to take on as a DM, and I just, just couldn't understand how. But I mean, she's young, and she's yeah. got a lot of energy, so I'm gonna let her have that. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, she did. She had a lot of energy. She was excited. Mm-hmm. She was real excited. Oh, yeah. Um, episode 33 mm-hmm. with Rick Perry, not Governor. <laughs> that was a fun time. Once again, just fangirling about set design mm-hmm. and basic table architecture. Right. What to consider where the camera's going to be, how close they need, how much space, can they all reach the board, all these things. Really cool. I'm still obsessed with that table. I think about it regularly. 
<laughs> but also, like, fuck turfs, right? 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 <laughs> but yeah, that was the first, that was the second step into the Dimension 20 Pantheon, because previously we had Mike Trap. Slowly but surely, one we're getting one. there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my two hands of blue. <laughs> All right, episode 34, Doctors and Dragons. We talk with Dr. Coffee and talk about, like, their publications in Nerdum, and it's, like, so cool. <laughs> that was a good one for you. Oh, yeah. It made me, yeah, especially with, like, a title, like, to see what I could potentially be doing in the field. And not all of this is going to go to waste, Mom, okay? I didn't play video games for nothing, okay? I'm putting this forward to something, Mom. It's like the combination of the video game playing and the psychology degree. Right. It, it, it was just, it's exactly our shtick. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But... I'm reading the title again, and it's You're Woozy from the Vaccine. <laughs> I will admit, and I'll give you this compliment. I don't think I have. I think I've thought about it, but I have not, like, verbalized it, yeah. verbalized it with you. You're really good at writing descriptions oh, yeah. and giving them title names. Oh, I like that. I take pride in my title names. I like my title names. My descriptions are, like, a hit and miss, and I'm just, like... Dude, I don't even know what I'm doing half the time. I'm so done. Oh, that's what I was thinking about when we were talking about Alex. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about her homebrew. And I think the biggest thing that we forget, because I do it as a teacher, and this is the biggest like piece that I get almost anytime I feel overwhelmed and I feel bad about not doing a lesson the way I wanted to or, or doing whatever. Honestly, you're... Players don't know what you know. Mm-hmm. So they don't know how much work you've put on the back. They don't know any of that. So if they are having a good time and you see that and you can identify that, then that's really the only takeaway. It's not that like, oh, I could have done this better. Oh, I could have done that better. It really needs to just be like, who cares what they don't know? This is what they do know. They're enjoying it. Great. You know? Mm-hmm. You know? That's it. You gotta, you gotta finish that chicken nuggy because we're about to get to episode thirty-five. I love episode thirty-five. But yeah, okay. So returning guests Lauren and Tanner, and we talked about partners in D and D, those who play and those who don't, and it just went, it just went crazy. It, it went, went buck crazy. wild. It went buck wild. I mean, it's the appropriate time to say that word. It, yeah, it was, buck wild. It was fucking crazy. It was fun, but it was uh once again the returning guest thing right exactly yeah and lauren i guess lauren for us was three times but lauren for viewers right two times right because we lost that yeah that first recording that we did with her it's been so long ago that i do not remember what exactly happened and why it happened that way that was like eons ago right it was it was when i was chilling in the uh apartments near my house long mm-hmm. long ago but yeah look all i'm gonna say about that episode chaos just just ridiculous but i absolutely loved that episode because of the people we were with and just the you know everyone was just like adding on to the hilarity one step at a time it was it was a good time it was a good 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 time 
You got anything else to say about it? No, I'm just looking ahead. Gotcha. All right. Conversation with blood. I'll be real. This is one of the ones that was interesting for me as a DM because it was one of the players that I had to homebrew for the most. And I wanted to see his perspective on how I did these things. I will say in later episodes we kind of t- I talk about him again, but he was one of the players is that I had listening? to. Huh? Is he a listener? I don't know, but he was one of the players that I had to remove. Did we did we acknowledge that on this podcast? I don't think so. I don't think so. so I like, don't know. That feels weird. Can, it does. It does, and it, it was just a, like you know, as you can see in the podcast, like I wanted to work with him as much as I could. Um, but things just kind of got hot and heavy. (laughs) I think, and especially knowing like the background of your relationship and how you felt about everything that was happening. I think you put forth a valiant effort to make sure that your player felt accommodated, Mm -hmm. but I could also see and identify the ways that, I mean, at that point you were going above and beyond. I think what, other dms would do right and take and handle and right and it, and it wasn't just my efforts as well because like i had the help of my players who were like also you know seeing kind of like what i was doing and like knowing that i just wanted everybody to be a part of everything and in the end it was just like it never was enough anything i did like you know now I, I wanted to be amicable and you know i i brought him onto the podcast and you know i wanted to talk with him some people would just say like you know delete it but i think it's just it is what it is now and it, it kind of shows like kind of how i tried my best to work with every single player but you know what we have here is a failure to communicate. Uh, I think uh, I like you dodging the compliment that I gave you, that you are a good DM. That is the takeaway right now, that complimented you, and you were like, no, it's me and my player. Bitch, okay. please. It's if hard. If anybody else, out. they'd be like, okay, this is my, like, this is my game. You do have to play referee. Like, mm-hmm. give them the red card and eject them out of the fucking game. <laughs> True. And, like, all the other players would be like, yeah, like, we support you no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, just just accept the compliment. Thank you, you for calling me a good DM. I appreciate <laughs> the compliment. I know that some other DMs would take it a different way. I did not. And that is a valiant effort. And I appreciate you pointing that out. I know that it sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but it's really hard for me as an individual to process compliments. And it's it, this is just how I do these things to make sure that you know that I do appreciate it, <laughs> even though I dodge it immediately. How's that therapy going, Adrian? I don't. I'm the one. I don't have therapy. I don't. I just know. I just know what I should do. Like. I can remove myself from a situation and say, this is what you should do. But literally when I come back into my body, it's like, fuck that guy that was outside of my body. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know me, even though it is me, you know, but, <laughs> but yeah. That's fair. It's tough. It's you have, tough. To you, do. you have like the parent mode. Like you go into parent mode when it's 
somebody else's problem, but mm-hmm. as soon as it applies to you, you're like, I don't know. I've seen that. I mean, I see that all the time when like people will give like advice, but then won't follow their own advice. Oh, yeah. No, I absolutely am capable of handling everybody else's emotional baggage, <laughs> understanding why things happen, what has, what's the trigger, what is all, until it comes to me. Right, right. Absolutely. Every time. I I can't <laughs> even complete words or sentences or phrases with that. Cannot. I would do that at parties, too. I wonder, I'm just, I mean, I, I have do a Do we want a session why. right now? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But no, I used to do that like at Oh, parties. no, I'm under attack. Walls, walls, walls. <laughs> I used to do that at parties. If I mm-hmm. saw somebody who was like in crisis, because I feel like college parties are nothing but like teenage crises or young adult crises. Yeah. yeah. The, the college has the teenagers in it. <laughs> so 18. That's it. Just no, 18 year olds across the board. <laughs> I'm not saying that they're like 16, 17 year olds. What I'm saying is that that's the level of the petty drama. Mm -hmm. It's some high school bullshit. Teenager bullshit. Okay. Right. He brought another girl to this party and my life is ruined. Yeah. (laughs) That was a personal story. I didn't even realize what I was saying. You're just vocalizing yourself. (laughs) I was not crying. I was the girl that was brought to the party that had to console the person who was crying about right. me being at the party. <laughs> I like how it hits you like a frying pan. Just that was me. <laughs> I was that bitch. <laughs> I still, I still help. Like that's the that's the level of help that I have. I still had the girl who was crying about me bringing her ex boyfriend bringing me to the party. And I was helping her through that crisis. Mm-hmm. And then she had the audacity to tell me I was a terrible person. <laughs> hey. bitch. It's fine. <laughs> she's doing great. She's she's doing great, I think. I don't know. I'll put it out there. She's doing great. All right. Awesome. Episode 37 with oh, 37 views. Uh, <laughs> does it have 37 views? Yeah, it does. Okay, no, we go watch now. it. We're done listening. No, stop, that stop, was... stop watching 30, episode 37. 37 days um, of 37. Uh, slide gigs and old age with Lindsay. That's yeah, self-explanatory. It's you <laughs> being a baby. It's you and it's you just, just living your baby life. Leave me alone. You, I let you guys have your old people conversation, okay? What do you want me to do about it? How the tables have turned that we were, we're talking about having two babies on the podcast. And then you become the baby. Then Adrian is baby. Oh, anyway, so Lindsay created our background. Yeah. She's amazing. Amazing. Go check her out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Lindsay Creative. Yep. Also, anybody we talked about, go check them out. Yeah. That was easy. Anybody. Episode 38. What's episode 38? I'm just saying. The next one is episode 38 when we talk to Scotty about his miniatures. Oh, so cool. So cool. I know. Such a cool guy. I really do like Scotty. I mean, like, I like everybody. Let's put that on the table. But, like, 
I don't. We had a like a like a connection, a past connection. Like I kept, well, you know, you had a connection with John and and. I'm just bringing my friends on. Right. I mean, that that's like the, the that's the start of the podcast. That's how we got our, our our up and start. Okay. And then we started reaching out to other people. So like you know, it's always nice to talk to people we know. I know it might not be a conversation most of the viewers or listeners. <laughs> you know, I keep saying viewers. Most Maybe of the listeners want to listen. <laughs> it's Big Brother. What? That's what you're talking about? It's you're talking about Big Brother whenever you say the viewers. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've never watched Big Brother. Neither have I. Wait, how are you? Why are you referencing? <laughs> I watch the like two minute video clips that are on Facebook that show mm-hmm. the like drama showdown. I don't know why though. That's about all I can handle. Michael and his family love Big Brother. Mm. My family took the Survivor route. Oh, okay. I like Survivor. So, like, I. You know... I don't think I'm trying to think yeah. of my family, but I don't remember what they did. You don't remember your family? Who was who was my parents? What did they do anything? I don't remember anything before this moment right now. What's going do you on? Do childhood trauma? I don't think so. I've thought about that sometimes. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like if it's if it's really locked in there. I mean, I don't think I remember anything. You know, usually if it's locked in, it's like super traumatic. And I just think I was just a sad boy all the time. So it was just me inflicting my own self wounds. So. You know, I have, I have seen that, that depression tends to be an inhibitor of long-term memory. So there are periods of like my memory that I just do not have. Mm. We can say it was depression. We can say it was chronic pain, but I have spans of time that I literally cannot remember which is wild because I have, since I'm living in my childhood area, right, there's still people that I knew from high school. And sometimes whenever I meet up with them, they have conversations with me about things that I'm like 75% sure I was a part of. No fucking idea. None. None whatsoever. People, they're talking about people. I'm like, I, sure. But I, d- I don't remember anything beyond, like, I might recognize that person because I feel like I saw them in classes, but I don't I don't have any specific memories tied to what we talked about, what I did with them, or anything mm-hmm. in general. It's wild. It is. It is quite crazy, my friend. Mm. I don't know. It just happens. Uh, the brain tries to save itself somehow, some way. And that's just the unfortunate truth. Do not I mean, appreciate. Like, that's super, not the way. Yeah. Super, like, with super traumatic events, you know, that's how, you know, DID happens. Which is, I got into DID TikTok for a second, and oh it was, like, God. some nuts stuff. And yeah. Like, and it's not, I mean, like, nuts as in, like, I have never experienced it firsthand. Not the, the trauma, but, like, an individual with that. So I was just very interested. So I kind of looked at all of that <laughs> see and i'm sad that i found all of that after i talked to a student that had did mm-hmm. they identified it to me and i was like okay like i'm aware in in why it's formed i don't necessarily know how it shows itself in day-to-day life 
I don't know any appropriate terms. I don't know anything right. else other than like all about Eve. Like that's really my level. That was my <laughs> level. <laughs> Probably not relevant to anybody under the age of 85. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like I would like to have a different conversation with them, but they are no longer in my student list. Yeah. And your clutches. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> But it was very, I mean, they were, they had a lot of other things happening to mm-hmm. family who did not agree or believe with what was going on and how much mm-hmm. trauma that really causes a person, especially when, you know, you're still financially dependent or any sort of dependent on your, on those people. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Oh, yeah. But, you know, now they know a little bit about that. So, you know, kind of prepared for, you know, if I ever have to confirm not confront but like interact with an individual through practice or personal social life yes sorry scotty and his miniatures and him (laughs) inviting i know i know i just want to just i don't know how much we kind of talked about it to be honest because we went on a whole tangent this is our podcast yeah and and, uh, scotty inviting us to like hey if we're ever in town to come by and we should once you know the personal pan pizza is over I just want a different flavor. <laughs> At this point, just give me a different flavor. Oops. Not a Delta. That. I don't need a Delta pizza. I need something different. Can we get a beta, please? Just something very weak. <laughs> Do you remember when like, the flu shot was the only thing we had to worry about? Um, sort of. Uh, I, I mean, I, I didn't take my flu shot every year. But you were like, a baby college student so that uh, yeah there was one time that the the i was at the pharmacy picking up my meds and like do you want the flu shot it's free and i'm like hey why not i'm here yeah. just just bah and i'm like okay bye <laughs> it's very college-esque of me it's like that hey did very, you just say yeah. free <laughs> sign me up buddy give me that free t-shirt let's go let me be honest i only got my flu shots regularly if they came to my work so while I was at tech, it was always mm-hmm. on campus. So they were like, all right, here, it's flu shot time. Like, go take your 30 minutes and go get your flu shot and then come back. And you're like, okay, cool. It's here. I'm here. I don't have to work. Right. Let's go. Heck yeah. So good. We yeah. still didn't talk about Scotty. I, we, we did. Talk about oh, seeing him in yeah. San Antonio. Go to San Antonio. Uh, it's your person. I don't know how much you guys talked, Okay. We talked about his uh his one shot kind of group. We talked about him trying to branch out. <laughs> we talked about hey guys, I swear I said this was gonna be a short episode. It's not, Adrian. Good luck on the editing, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this is Adrian on the editing room floor. Uh, fuck you, past Adrian. You should have just kept on task. Uh, I hate you. It is five hours before you have to put this thing up. Fuck you. We just say it was gonna be short. I know, but we just get sidetracked. Anthony what? Joyce, episode thirty-nine to create with emotion. We talk with about... Dave. Sorry. Oh yeah, Dave was on there. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Um, we talked because Dave was getting into the the DMs Guild, kind of making content, and currently I am working with Dave to make content as well. So yay! You'll see some of that soon. Um, <laughs> Also, I don't suggest listening to that episode if you've just recently lost a parent or anybody in your life, because that was right after, and mm-hmm. I realized we, that was Anthony and I talked about 
Yeah, and also a lost child as well. Mm-hmm. So, so if tr- you have any of those, maybe avoid that episode until. I mean, you should put a trigger warning. <laughs> I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's that bad. I just, you know, I, I don't know if we talked about it on our, on that episode, but right after my dad passed away, Raya came free on Disney Plus, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, I'm feeling, I'm in the sads. Let me just turn to Disney and avoid the trope of one parent being gone and then the other one tragically not being here anymore in one way, shape, or form. Ignored that, even though I know that's what happens. That's a Disney formula right there. You walk right into it. You don't have to explain anybody. There's a dramatic dramatic backstory. You're Mm -hmm. like, okay, anything that happens from here on out, I totally understand. She loses her dad within the first, like, not like, he doesn't he's not gone forever but like she loses her dad within the first like 15 minutes of the movie and i was like not not here for that <laughs> did you turn it off or did you watch the rest i watched the rest <laughs> no i love aquafina i love aquafina is pretty dope yes. so that's that's what i was looking forward to and i was just so i was just so tired that I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't have the energy. I didn't have the spoons to go and switch it. Yeah. But. That'll happen. I love that we talk about my trauma on this podcast. Hey, it's not like I bring it up every time. It's I only fine. bring it up during game sessions. That's fair. When it's out to share. Jasmine. Episode 40. Episode 40. We talk about, oh, not Haberdash. Hold up. Simmons. <laughs> Hamoon's harvesting a Han book. Yeah, sorry. I thought you said Hyman. I'm like, that's not right. Hold not on. Hyman. Let me read. I do have a friend with the last name of Hyman. Mm-hmm. Hi, Morgan. I've... You listen. <laughs> oh, it's called Individuals Named Jamie, but in a Hispanic family, it's a Jaime. <laughs> that was in high school. <laughs> I remember that. Anyways, Jasmine talking about her book and how she created it. And it just was very nostalgic for me talking about doing a campaign like that and she was just it was great like she got into her campaign and i was getting excited for her campaign (laughs) and i was like yes i love this (laughs) um and also her next work coming up and all that stuff yeah i'm excited but yeah go check out jasmine's work on the dm's guild it's 150 pages okay of content it's worth it if, if you got your players that are just like hey i want to check out everything you can check out everything go check that out let's see episode 41 oh, our yes. next on our kill list yes aaron has a theme talking about editing and music and her own game on the discord of uh, the dropout discord and all that cool stuff uh you know just us kicking out about all the cool things and bird facts and editing dimension 20 and how that looks. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. very cool. And how she became from how she started like with Harmontown and how she kind of like grew into where she is right now, which is awesome. I don't know. Listening to people's journey kind of inspires myself and I, it's just wonderful. I always love a good 
backstory i mean i think that's just the the gm in me it's like heck yeah dude i i I get you i understand and then you know for characters it's like yeah easy trauma let's go i think it's also interesting because like we've said a couple of times like dimension 20 feels like it's such a staple at this point in any sort of dungeons and dragons and so it feels surreal talking to somebody who that's their life. That's what they do. That's their mm-hmm. job. Like they get right. to just create that magic for a lot of people. And so hearing how you get involved and it sounds so mundane, like right. the way they've gotten into it, both right. Rick and Aaron, Aaron, thank you. Both Rick and Aaron. It just seems like it was like a normal progression of, how yeah, you would friend, go through yeah they said okay. come work and i said okay yeah and now we're here <laughs> i just did the thing and then i did the other thing and then magically i'm viewed by millions and thousands and i guess that's thousands or millions or whatever <laughs> i've always done that i've always put it like greater and then least i don't know why anyway yeah so one uh, three down. I don't know. I, I need I need an actual list. I need to get a, a list of cork board. You do. <laughs> uh, I hit I, I'll, yeah, I'll put it like in the background so that way, and you just see red <laughs> X's just kind of growing across the board. So when we start streaming, that's what's going to be in your background, and mm. then just don't explain it unless they've listened to all of these episodes. They will never. Why does it look like there's a hit on somebody? Well, you just have to go through the podcast to find out. Okay. Mm. That's not my job. It's not my job to explain what I already do. I already explained it in my podcast if you support me. Oh, no. <laughs> um, justice. Justice. We talked about time management there. Yep. Something we were afraid to talk about today. <laughs> this, is, this is us avoiding. This whole podcast, this whole episode right here is us avoiding talking about time management which is something that both of us are procrastinating on doing in our lives. But yeah, go if you, we already did an episode on it, so do, go listen to that and not this one. <laughs> Where we were hopeful and had an idea of what we were doing. Right. But yeah, it was really cool seeing that transition of him in the field and it, him going full-time into Beatles and Grimm, which is just super cool. I'm I think anybody like, just living their dream Mm-hmm. It's really cool to listen to. Yeah, for their creative pot, creative podcast, the creative process, and you know, finally doing it full time, and not like running and finding work everywhere. Yeah, and like also- listen to somebody's journey on standing up to somebody that really could have played a bigger role or played a a more dramatic role in their life, right? So standing up to your parents and being like, "This is what I'm going to do," and like being successful at it and not just not fooling around mm-hmm. it's really right. fun and then 43 oh brock mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's got a viral tiktok with uh some shapes and stuff oh. <laughs> i thought brock's him having us on his podcast was awesome um, giving me a perspective of just doing something and then just letting it come out on its own. Just not having to edit anything. Felt good. 10 out of 10 would just let somebody else edit. Uh, Sorry. I know what I'm doing. 
I'm not talking about you, Alex. I know you're not. I have so much respect for other podcasters. So, like, all this, especially, like, Nat, the ones that have, like, thousands of patrons and all that stuff, like, their music, their um, being able to edit, having it clean audio, like, slowly but surely, I'm getting those skills. So, you know, watching Brock, and he's like, hey, you know, this is what I do, this is what we do, like, kind of, kind of networking our resources as well. I think it was really fun. And then being able to like be there for him. And then, you know, if we ever need it, he can be there for us. Come back on all that stuff. Anything. We make nothing but friends here. Friends on Dungeons and Degrees. We're, we're just building a small army. <laughs> That's fine. That's then we can take out our big shot. Exactly. Oh, what's this episode 44? What is mm-hmm. episode 44? It's where we fangirl again. And then we openly admit about fangirling, though. Right, you're just talking about yourself. It's coming out of the fangirl closet. I love the art, okay? I love what Lee does. I do. I, I, yes. And once again, their closing of, you know, losing a significant player on in their in their campaign. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a fun episode either. A sentimental moment. I love Lee, but we do have like it's it's very heavy. They're very heavy conversations. Yeah, emotional. I mean, do you think that's like a cool part about D and D? No, I, I think I yes, we have built a podcast around that. It's so good. It's such a good podcast. You should it's listen to it. Hey, we should we should keep doing it. One would say yeah. we should finish. The last couple of episodes, so then we can go to bed and not procrastinate anything else we're doing. Uh, I'm staying up. Uh, you do what you're gonna do. I see. Look, I can't. I it's that time. I'm like. I know you're on. The, you're on. You're, you're almost out of here. Okay. Episode okay. forty-five with Dragna Carta, me and it's, his name's not Stephen, Justin, man. Okay. Um, fan fanboy with Dragon Card. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. And uh, Alex, Alex tried to steer away from D and D, and Dragon Card brought it right back. <laughs> I do my best to veer us off the path. Mm-hmm. Then nope. That but man see, knew I what did. he was going to do. I did start about. that episode thinking that like you and Dragna were just like we're just there for each other. Mm-hmm. Justin got roped in. And then at the very end, I also get roped in. So charismatic, to say the least. Oh, yeah. For sure. Our dear Dragon Carta. Carta. Mm-hmm. I've seen the Magna Carta in real life. Oh, yeah? Is that, that's like a book, right? <laughs> or, it's like, or like a piece of paper? It's like a piece of paper. You know, <laughs> um, it's what our Bill of Rights is uh, based off of. Not me typing in Magna Carta yep. <laughs> images. Yep. Okay, 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 okay. But yeah. It's not the, yeah. Very uh, good. Curse of Strahd material. Go check it out. That yep. one and Mandy Mod. Yeah. Look it up. Budding Inspiration. Did you like that title? I thought it was clever. I thought it was funny. It's very good. It's great because um, it's, a, it's a plant pun. You mm-hmm, need a, mm-hmm, you need mm-hmm. a pun there. With Anna. Yeah. Anna's Budding Inspiration. Really fun. Talking about plants. Talking about a little bit of Curse of Strahd stuff that I can't tell my players. Mm-hmm. I forbid them from <laughs> watching that episode because I'm like, oh, I'm going to use that. And now my players can't know about that. <laughs> so fun okay. stuff. 
Fuck also, you, Adrian. We're going to listen to that episode. <laughs> Go check out the Kickstarter. Still going if on. it's still going, I think there might be a couple days left because uh, I keep seeing reports of like stretch goals being hit. So I think it's in the middle goals. of, I'm, I'm looking at it while we're talking, but I think mm-hmm. it's in the middle of September. Okay. So like actually a while from now, but I am logging in. Mm-hmm. No worries. And then, uh, yeah. And it was a fun time talking about all her stuff. Real quick note from the editing room. Um, it is not on Kickstarter anymore because it's so long since I we went on hiatus. So now just go to doubleproficiency.com, look up Herbless Primer on their shop, their website, and it should be in print soon. The Kickstarter stuff is coming out shortly. I think within the few, first few months, so it might be some time, but definitely go check out any of their other stuff. Some of their cards, amazing stuff from Double Proficiency. All right, our last episode was with Sly Flourish, brought in Skylar. Skylar immediately, like yep. the next day, said, "Hey, Adrian, thank you," <laughs> because he got he got in contact with Sly because he wanted him on his stuff too. So he has got an interview too. He's like, thanks for doing all the the uh, networking elbow grease. And I'm like, yep, yeah, that's okay. what we do. Uh, right. Also, going back to the herbalist's, herbalist's mm-hmm. primer, um, as of recording time, it has 22 days left, which is um, uh, Friday, September 24th, 2021. So, so if it is I'll before pro- Friday, September 24th, 2021, when you are listening to this episode, Go check it out. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm. well past its funding goal. So there are all sorts of freebies. Right. But yes, beautiful. But yeah, Sly Forge talked more about prepping as a DM and just running the game in general. And so mm-hmm. how do you connect with your players in different routes and then really getting the opportunity to talk to your players on a smaller basis and then changing up the group. So then you get to meet different parts of your players, which is really fun. So also implementing sessions here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Things that I haven't done yet. That's okay. I'm learning. I mean, we also talked about that. That's not necessarily something you have to do. Right. So if you want to do a session zero, then totes do a session zero. If you don't feel like you want a session zero, then but see, here's the thing, Adrian. You don't necessarily do a session zero, but you do have, I mean, you have an extensive survey. Right. You know, a, an extensive Google form to find out your players' needs. So one could say that that is a session zero. Otherwise, you're playing with people that you know. Mm-hmm. It's not like strangers. Right. And then all the people that you do play with, I assume, already tell you what the intention is or you feel confident to tell them what the intention of the game is or the story or whatever it is that we're just here to play. Mm -hmm. I say we, because I've been one of your players, but yeah. Thank you for being my player. They just, we just trust you. They just, it's there, but like not playing with, playing with people that you maybe don't know, or it's new session zero Mm -hmm. or Google form. Yeah. And, Maybe you just know, label it your session zero Google form. <laughs> but also, like from talking and learning as a DM, from like this is like, I started like 
two marches ago in playing this Curse of Strahd game, roughly. No, one March ago. Two, it was it's technically two. two, right? Because yeah. you did the last one and you started in the first March. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I've learned so much doing this podcast as well as just talking to other individuals. But like having this experience, having this these conversations, really kind of making me a better DM as well as a better player. And uh, I think that, you know, hey, if it helps me, maybe it'll help you. Maybe you're better than me and you're learning nothing. But hey, there's going to be an episode for you, okay? I'm going to find it. I'm going to find that thing you don't know and I'm going to bring it here. If there's something you don't know and you need answered, please, once again, reach out to our Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or anything. There's a little link below on the in the description wow. where you can leave us messages. <gasps> Oh, I so, want a yeah. voice. I want a voice message. Can somebody send yeah. us a voice? Just something like, Skylar, I know you're listening, bitch. Send us a voice message. <laughs> All right. We, we've called one of our guests a bitch. I think it's time to wrap this up. <laughs> Please. Gladly. He will gladly take it. <laughs> Just kidding. Skylar, I love you. Kisses. Mwah. Oh, no, no, I think so. Ah, <laughs> oh, that hurt a lot. I just tried to do an okay sign and I broke <laughs> my eye. Don't do that. Alex, wrap us up while I'm injured. Thank you, dear listener, for joining us for another episode. While we procrastinate on our real life, maybe one day we'll have conversations that we really do need to have and not avoid and use this podcast as a place to avoid our real life. Probably not. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Feel free to reach out to us on any of our social medias. We would love to interact. You can also join us on our Discord. We are active. That's our goal is to be active on our Discord. But we can only be active if we also have participation. Um, Because otherwise, Adrian Adrian and I are just talking to ourselves, which we do once a week anyways. Uh, if that's not enough for you and you're like, Alex, what else can I do? Well, dear listener, you can join us on our Patreon and help keep us funded. Um, with your donation, we are able to relieve some of the burdens of financial stress. Just kidding. I mean, sort of. It's Patreon. Yeah, it's Patreon. Thank you all patrons supporting us, by the way. Absolutely. Um, 10 out of 10. They mm-hmm. never have a wet shoelace or wet jean day when it rains. Always. Every time it rains, they've got the right pants, the right shoes. Never dealing with the old creeping up of the water on the back of your jeans. I don't Is that a problem anymore? I don't wear jeans like that, but if I'm stepping in puddles. It's been a minute since I've stepped into a puddle. Okay. Well, such with age. Such as, yeah. Less jeans or less puddles. We don't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you once again for joining us for another episode. My name's Adrian. And I'm Alex. Go have some fun. Did I miss my part? Uh, no, you. I almost said my name is Adrian. <laughs> <laughs>